0: Welcome back to another episode of Venta El Cafecito. I hope you're your Cafecito, and you're ready to dig into today's topic. So last week I recorded with my really good friend Adeli, which is the episode that you guys heard prior to this one. And before we actually even started the episode, we just had a conversation, an honest conversation about parenthood, and I wanted to share that with you guys for today's episode.
1: Yeah, I feel like like pre pre baby. I could juggle like 10 things at a time and you hear about like these stories where moms are talking about, you know, how they can just multitask and somehow they find it in them to do this. Like it's, you know, like it's, it's what it's supposed to be. And I don't know if it's because this is like a new mom thing where I'm trying to figure it out or. I'm just, I don't even know what it is, but I, I cannot juggle so many things like I used to now.
0: Yeah. And it's like your, your life is now kind of just on this, uh, like on this other person's schedule and timeline. So you can't like, you can't be like, Oh, I can do this and this and this. And then like, it just, your, whatever the things that you wanted to do are now kind of on hold and you have to put their needs first. And then that's just what it is like you can't have so many things going on at the same time because if for whatever reason I mean right now she's a baby baby so right now it's like a little bit different because you're kind of just like trying to keep her alive you know right but when they get older it's like now they want to do this and they want to do that and, and it's like oh well now you have to put your stuff on hold like for example like yesterday he had a soccer game so that was like you know two hours of our day today in the morning he had catechism so that like now my whatever I want to do is just not like you have to either wake up super early or go to sleep super late to be able to have that but what I will say that makes it a lot easier is mm-hmm. having them on a schedule like having them on a schedule yeah. changes everything 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 yeah even as they get older it helps a lot
1: <clears throat> we're trying to get on a schedule and you know it's kind of like you 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 kind of fight with that uh, more of like a culturally a cultural standpoint of like, oh, you know, let them cry it out. They'll be fine. Yeah. Versus, you know, yeah. the, the, I don't want to say new way of parenting, but kind of like your own way of parenting. Yeah. Um,
0: you kind of have to take like a little bit of everything and then figure out what works for you, you know, yeah. because it, it, that's the only way to do it. I don't feel like one way of parenting is right. I feel like you and then you're gonna start realizing that you start like you know when you're growing up you're like I will never do this like my parents did right and then you start doing it like and then you have to like stop yourself and be like oh shit like I I said I was never gonna do that so now and then it becomes like a whole other like healing process for you where you have to heal those things to be able to not do the same things over again like for me for example spanking I never wanted to spank him ever ever like I never wanted to do that but there was a period of time between when he was like three and four where he would throw these horrible tantrums like he would unbuckle himself in the freeway and get out of his car seat and he would like it was like horrible and there was definitely moments where I spanked him and it wasn't like oh my god like horrible but I I felt like I had to And ever since that, like, I think it was like maybe like a few months where it was just so bad. And when he turned four years old, I was like, I promised myself I would never do this. And ever since then, I've never spanked him again. And he's eight now, you know, and we have conversations about it all the time where like I tell him, like, you know, my parents used to throw shoes in my face. (laughs) Like, you know, like my parents would really hit us and I don't want to do that with you. And he tells me, like, oh, so you want to be like your parents? You want to spank me like your parents? Like, no, I don't want to do that. And that's what I'm trying to stop. But yeah, it's it's hard. It's a I, yeah, mm, yeah, struggle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to find that balance. And you know, she's just five months old and she's still a baby. And we're we're just trying to get to know her and then her get to know us too. And then mm-hmm. both just kind of find a good good balance.
0: Yeah. I will say, like everyone says, these days seem like they're never ending. And the days, like it, somebody told me the saying and it kind of clicked for me, like the days are so long, but the years are so short. Like before you know it, she's going to be two, three, four. And then you're like, I'm like, you're going to have full on conversation. So it seems like it's never ending. But even in those moments where you're like awake at night with her, just try to enjoy it because you never like you're not going to get these moments back. You know, yeah. and like it happens so fast, like like I can't even tell you. I mean, you went to Aiden's first birthday party. I, I like, yeah, like it doesn't and it doesn't feel like it was
1: that long ago, but he's eight years old now.
0: Like it's been a yeah. long time.
1: Yeah. I I think another another thing for me that I've been um that's been so different is you know, um, well I'm thirty-two going on thirty-three this in a couple of weeks and um, you know, for a very long time, it was just either myself or myself with, uh, with my now husband. And, and so, you know, we had so many years where it was kind of like, okay, let's go, let's stay out late. Let's come back. Let's maybe sleep a little bit, go back and do it again, uh, to kind of like shifting, um, what used to be our life to what it is now. You know, I was just, we're just talking about this, um, this morning as we were having breakfast and, we said, oh, man, like, you know, so many people are out and about and, you know, we're here. And he's like, yeah, but you have to think about like you used to do that, too. and now yeah. you're just a different life. You're in a different space in your life now. And and it's OK. And now it's it's been fun, though, um, to kind of transition from doing that because we did a lot of, you know, we had a lot of fun and. Um, mm-hmm. Now we're here, now we're parent, and now we're taking pictures of her in her Halloween costume. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's like now it's about her. Now it's like, oh, the Halloween costume for her. Does she have it, shoes for this? And does she, yeah. you know, it's it's all for her. And it's it's really fun to see her and, and just like the little laughs. It, it really does make all of that, you know, worth it. So
0: Yeah. And even as a new mom, um, like you know she's only five months old like hormonally your body's like trying to readjust you know and I think that sometimes we forget that like as a woman when you're having a child you go through so much like physically emotionally mentally your body's changing and then you're trying to get everything like back to what it was and then it like some things are never going to be back to what they were and then like you just like it's an emotional roller coaster and and yeah. you have to like give yourself some some time to kind of adjust to that, too, because it does take a lot of time. Like, I think even now I'm like, OK, now we're starting to feel like we're in a routine. We're in a system like he's a little bit older now, like it, it's a little bit easier. And also like it like when they say it takes a village, it really does take a village. Like yeah. every single person in my family helps me a lot you know, like, that is just such a something that I cannot stress enough. Like, even if you're I mean, I'm a single parent, and I have so much help. But even as a married couple, like having help, I'm sure it makes a huge, huge difference.
1: Oh, it's huge. I mean, um, we've been now in Arizona for a little over a year. And um, my brothers all live here. And, so, you know, they have their own lives. They do take the time to come over on weekends and even just handing her off to them for a few minutes or even for a couple hours. It's, yeah. it's so much help. And both of our moms kind of switch off every month. And I mean, I I don't know how I could have done this without that bit of help. So, yeah,
0: it makes a huge difference. And also having her connect with other people, too, is so important. Because when I, when I first had Aiden, I was such in my mentality, like, I'm a single mom, I'm going to do this all by myself, that I didn't want anyone to help me. And I, when I went back to work back then, it was a little bit different. You know, now everyone can work remote or a lot of people can work remotely. It was so hard for him to adjust to not have me like it took so long for him to be okay without me being there like 24 seven. So it's so good to have him like connect with other people too.
1: You know, and talking about that, you know, like I, I, it sounds like it might be a mom thing because I actually feel the same way. Like, I want to do everything. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I won't even let, you know, George help me because I'm like, no, I'm the mom. I should be able to do this for her. I should be able to provide this for her. And for me, it's just more of like, I don't know. I think growing up and growing up in, in, you know, the Mexican culture and and in a mexican household you know you kind of grow up with with the idea of oh well because those before us used to say hey the women are supposed to you know cook clean and do all this stuff and the men kind of go out and get you know um bring home the bread and so it's kind of like um you know i kind of deal with like okay well i want to have my own you know career and then now bringing in motherhood into into play it's just kind of like well I still want to be a professional and I still want to have that part of my life um but now I'm being a mom and so but I also have it to be just as great in that space and so mm-hmm. that kind of drives me to wanting to do everything and also not wanting to get help and you know um it was funny because I actually had a conversation with um, one of my sisters and in-law, uh, in-law and She mentioned, you know, um, that, you know, Georgia's mom wanted to help me. And for me, I'm kind of like, no, like you're older. We should be taking care of you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, but, you know, she's a grandma too. And she wants to take care of, you know, the baby. And I kind of had to like, something clicked in me. And I I just said to myself, you know what? That's true. Like, I might be depriving her of that experience with her granddaughter and vice versa. Granddaughter with the grandmother. Um, because in my mind, I'm thinking, no, 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 like I want, I should be taking care of you. You just kind of sit back and enjoy mm-hmm. the ride. But, you know, it was hard for me to accept that it's okay to get help. And it's yeah. actually like, everyone's better for it, right? Everyone's so much happier. She's so much happier. We have a little bit more space to kind of, you know, do a little bit of what we like to do, um, So it was was a little bit of a struggle, kind of, again, finding balance between those two things.
0: Yeah. I think even for me with Aiden, even going to the gym,
1: like I used to feel okay.
0: Like I didn't work full time for the first two years of his life. I went, I I worked part time. And then once he turned two, I worked full time and I was, I felt okay if I was working, like I was leaving him. And if I was working, I didn't feel guilty because I felt like I need to provide for him. Like if I'm not working, you know, there's no way that I'm going to be able to provide for him. I felt guilty if it came to going out, like if it came to just going out for a drink or going to the gym or doing things that were for me, I felt so guilty. So it wasn't until maybe like three, four years ago that I was like, no, I need to do these things so that I'm a better mom because it's like, yeah, I'm present. I'm here. But if I'm in a bad mood or if I'm tired, or if I'm not, like, relaxed, then what's the, per- what's the point of me yeah. being here, you know, Yeah. so I had to, like, release that, and say, it's okay for me to go to dinner, it's okay for me to go, you know, to the gym, there's nothing wrong with those things, and then now that he's in school, it's a little bit easier, you know, because I can do those things while he's at school, but it's so important to do that, and if you learn that now, you'll be such a, Like in the end, you know, you'll have such a better relationship with your daughter because you won't always be stressed out. You know, you have to take care of yourself to be able to take care of of her, too. But I do think that you're right. It does come from that that culture. And me, my my mom, you know, my parents got divorced when I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So my mom was the breadwinner. You know, we saw my dad, you know, every weekend or whatever. But I always saw my mom being like a hustler, like working, Mm -hmm. working, working. So my brother and i like like we learned how to do our own laundry like quick i remember being like seven eight years old putting a load of laundry in we learned how to make ourselves something to eat like super quick you know and i have the opposite effect that with my son now i'm like no i was a kid who who had to do all these things for myself i had to get myself ready for school and yeah. now I feel like I overdo it with him to the point where like now he doesn't want to do anything for himself, you know? So it's like what, like you have to try to balance it out and it's a fucking balancing act at all times because you don't know what's the right thing to do yeah. with them, you know? Like he he's going to tell me, oh, well, you did everything for me. Now I don't know how to
1: tie my shoes, you know? Right, right. No, so it's and, so and, hard. I, and you know, it's funny because, um, I think a big topic that's being talked about out there is like childhood trauma, right? I've, you've talked to, uh, childhood trauma, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you've talked about it in your podcast. You've talked, we've talked about it, you know, through text message. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, I feel like all of these things, like you've talked about, you having to do laundry at seven years old, and you know, it's we kind of grew up in a very similar situation. And even though I had both parents um it was both parents that were were present I don't want to say they were not present but they were also not present for a lot of of moments because they had to be out working both of them um Mm -hmm. just to kind of you know I mean it was four of us four kids and um now I mean we see how expensive our kids are and so I can only imagine and so um you know I remember being in grade school, I think I might've been like a sixth grader or maybe even a fourth grader. And my younger brother was like in kindergarten making me Mm -hmm. breakfast. I was just kind of like, and, and, you know, it's these things that I feel like, um, have kind of shaped who we are now. Right. Like, um, I mean, I've seen you in your life where you're just like, you know, you're a hustler yourself and you've kind of just gone out and you like made shit happen. And I think it, it comes from from like our experiences when we were kids where there was no other choice right yeah. There was no other choice than to make it happen and I think it also translates into kind of like the actions um that we make here even now as as adults um you know I was I was uh I tell my husband all the time I'm like oh man like he talks about going to Six Flags I'm like damn like I didn't go to Six Flags till I was like in Uh, for a school you know field trip or something yeah and you know now um when we were old enough or when I was even old enough to start making trips and start traveling and you know my it's very different for our parents to be like oh where are you going oh well I'm going to the middle of the Indian Ocean oh well where is that you know and for them it's such almost like a like they're so proud because they're just like you know, we're, we're sorry, we couldn't take you to these places. But, it's, you know, it's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, um, I still feel like I had the best childhood, even though we didn't have too much, or maybe we had to be, you know, responsible at a, at a super early age. And um, yeah, I think I think sometimes our parents also feel a little bit of guilt and um, and that and I definitely don't want to feel that with my daughter now that we're in a different generation. So it's,
0: so that was today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I think my biggest takeaway is that you don't have to follow the norms. You can definitely do your own thing. And um, for me, what works best is just being honest with him, being letting him know when he hurts my feelings, apologizing when I hurt him, when I hurt his, and that's been working for us so far. So I really hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to bring your cafecito. Bye.